0: Section 4 of Birds and Nature, Volume 9, Number 2, February 1901. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by David Lawrence in Wasega Beach, July 2017. Interesting Stone Houses while the children were playing in the small brook they found something entirely new to them and as usual came with hands full shouting we have found something new do you know what these are these new treasures proved to be the larvae of the caddisfly in their stone houses this little creature is noted for its complete metamorphosis the female fly often descends to the depth of a foot or more in water to deposit her eggs as the eggs hatch the habits of their larvae are exceedingly interesting they are aquatic being long softish grubs with six feet the fish are very fond of them for which reason they are in great demand for bait the angler looks for cad bait along the edges of streams under stones or on the stalks of aquatic plants one can easily see that their lives are not free from care and danger and, so to protect themselves, they are very wise in building cylindrical cases in which they live during this dangerous period. The different species, of which there are many, seem to have their individual preference as to the substance which they employ in building these houses. Some use bits of wood, others shells, pebbles, or straw. They readily disregard these preferences when there is a lack of the material which they usually prefer. Those brought to me were made of different colored pebbles, and were very pretty homes. We counted the pebbles in one of them, and found there were eighty-nine used, and built so securely that it could not be easily crushed by our fingers. They were all about an inch in length, a quarter of an inch in diameter, and were perfect cylinders with a large pebble fastening one end, so no fish could catch them unawares. We placed them in water, where we could watch their development. They never willingly left their homes, only thrusting the head and a portion of the body out in search of food. When about to pass into the torpid pupa stage, they fastened their houses to some sticks and stones in the water, and then closed the end with a strong silken grating, which allowed the water to pass freely through their homes, keeping them sweet and fresh. We are told that this fresh water is necessary for the respiration of the pupa. Thus, they remain quiet for a time until they are ready to assume the Imago form. When that important period arrives, they make an opening in the silken grating with a pair of hooked jaws, which seem to have developed while resting in the pupa stage. They also have become efficient swimmers, using their long hind legs to assist them. After enjoying this new exercise of swimming for a short time, they evidently become anxious for a wider experience. And coming to the surface of the water, usually climbing up some plant, the skin of the swimmer gapes open and out flies the perfect insect. Sometimes this final stage takes place on the surface of the water, when they use a deserted skin as a sort of raft from which to rise into the air, and away they go to new fields and new experiences. These insects are known as the caddisfly of the order Neuroptera. Having four wings, measuring about an inch when full-spread, with branched nuviers, of which the anterior pair are clothed with hairs. The posterior pair are folded in repose. The head is furnished with a pair of large eyes, with three ocelli, and the antennae are generally very long. If you know the haunts of this interesting housebuilder, scatter some bright sand and tiny pebbles in the water, and, when they are deserted, Gather the houses for your collection. Rest H. Metcalf. End of section four.